0: Hey guys, real quick before the episode, we just want to give a quick shout out to our favorite crybaby Pisces, Yessie, uh, my sister, because it's her birthday today. Happy birthday! It is her second birthday in quarantine.
1: It's not. No, she's not older. Remember, she says that she's oh, still yes. 25, right? 23. Oh, she's damn. not. I made her <laughs> older. Oh no.
0: Yeah. Happy birthday, Yessie. Enjoy your quarter life crisis.
1: Happy birthday. Enjoy. Welcome back to Shaking Not Scared. I've got your hosts here, Eric and Beebe. How you doing, BB? I'm
0: doing good. We are on episode six, I believe.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we're covering Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 1974. Directed For- by Tobe or Toby Hooper.
0: I'm not sure how to pronounce it.
1: Yeah, so um, it was a pretty quick movie. Hour and 20-something minutes, right? Not too bad.
0: Yeah, considering that we watched The Exorcist last week and that was two hours.
1: Yeah, yeah. this one's definitely more fun. Well, it kind of gets to the point.
0: I like this movie.
1: Same here, yeah, it was it's not bad at all,
0: and it's from the seventies, and I think it holds up
1: yeah the I like the i was I pointed out that the truck looks like the mystery machine, and the vibes are just like chilled and cool until obviously the end people started dying <laughs> really fast,
0: actually, more towards the middle, yeah, yeah, so do you want to talk about this drink for? this week yeah what do you got for me so i guess i'll talk about the drink first and then go into the history of why i picked it we hinted at it last week i made a buttery nipple which sounds like it's gonna be gross i've never had
1: one before have you buttery nipples i've never had them no yeah
0: it's a shooter (laughs) it's our first shooter of the show that was a tongue twister (laughs) um yeah it's Half parts butterscotch schnabs and then top with Irish cream. So, do you want to try it? Oh,
1: shooters, huh? I had to reach across the whole table to try it. Cheers. Cheers. It's quite the buttery nipple. It tastes like coffee, actually.
0: Well, it has Irish creamer. Yeah. What do you think? Not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. I thought the butterscotch was gonna be really nasty. <laughs> Have
1: you ever had butterscotch before? Butterscotch candies,
0: not in um drinks.
1: Yeah, it just literally tastes like that Like your grandma's <laughs> purse candy. It does.
0: <laughs> That's what I was imagining this was going to taste like. But it's not bad. It's not bad, no. What I, would I'd, you rate it? I'd rate it. As a shot,
1: I'd rate it a three.
0: Yeah. I think I would you? go with the same. Do you like... You don't like sweet stuff, so I was going to say, what type of shooters do you like? Uh, just straight shots.
1: <laughs> yeah. Straight, <laughs> straight shots, alcohol. Just no mixer. Is a 10 out of 10 like for Take your, your like tequila you. shots, no salt, no lime. Just straight.
0: Like a psychopath. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, oh, it's good, though. I like it. It tastes like coffee, so coffee's your jam. And good. butter. Mm-hmm. And butter. And nipples. <laughs> this is your This is your shot. This
0: is the drink for you. <laughs> so this week we're going to switch it up a little bit. Instead of you giving fun facts, I'm going to give why I chose this drink. And the history is kind of going to be the fun facts for this.
1: Yeah, the brief overview I got, which is not from Wikipedia, actually kind of mentions it a little bit, and then you'll dive deeper in it. Sounds good. All right, so this comes from allmovie.com. Toba Hooper's influential cult classic continues a subgenre of horror films based on the life and career of Wisconsin serial killer Ed Gein, which began with Alfred Hitchcock's own influential cult classic, Psycho. When Sally Hardesty, played by Marilyn Burns, hears that the Texas cemetery where her grandfather is buried has been vandalized, she gathers her wheelchair bound brother, Franklin, played by Paul A. Parton, and several other friends together to see if Grandpa's remains are still in one piece. While in the area, Sally and her friends decide to visit Grandfather's old farmhouse. Unfortunately, a family of homicidal slaughterhouse workers who take their job home with them have taken over the house next door. Included amongst the brood is Leatherface, a chainsaw-wielding human horror show who wears a face mask made out of human skin. Sally's friends are rapidly exterminated one by one by the next-door neighbors, leaving only Sally left to fight off Leatherface and his clan.
0: Yep, that's pretty much how it goes.
1: <laughs> rapidly exterminating one by one does not is like an overstatement. It's like super fast.
0: Yeah. But as you mentioned, this film is inspired by the famous Ed Gein murderer.
1: Yeah, give me some fun facts or one fun fact.
0: Yeah, so I'm basically just going to give you like a quick history of Ed Gein. Not a deep dive. There's plenty of other resources if you guys want to learn more about this guy. But in 1957 in Plainfield, Wisconsin, the home of Ed Gein was discovered by police to have an assortment of oddities. To say the least. So apparently Eddie Gein had been robbing the graves nearby and taking on a new craft with the remains of the people from the town. So do you want to hear what was found in his home?
1: Yes. Was he knitting?
0: Um. Yes, he kind of <laughs> was.
1: Was he, uh, what is it called? Pelt making? Or no, um, with the blankets. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh,
0: you mean like when you take the cow skin? Yes. Um, I think it, yeah, I think it is called making pelts. Yeah. I hate Quilts. Quilting. As no, well. quilting is, is something else. <laughs> was he quilting a little bit? Well, let me tell you what crafty <laughs> shenanigans he was up to. So in his home was found whole human bones and fragment fragments, a waste basket made of human skin, human skin covered chairs, several like sets of them, female skulls, some with the top sawn off, Bowls made from human skulls. A corset made from a female torso skinned from shoulders to waist. Also known as the mammary vest that he created. (laughs) Leggings made from human leg skin. Masks made from the skin of female heads. I believe he had nine of them. Mary Hogan, his murder victim, skull in a box. Bernice Wardens, his other murder victim, entire head in a burlap sack along with her heart in a plastic bag, nine vulvas in a shoebox, and a belt made from female human nipples, which is why the drink this week is a buttery nipple. Yeah, got to get yourself a nipple belt sometimes. Ugh. (laughs) A pair of lips on a window shade drawstring, you know, to, like, pull down your window shade. You had, like, (laughs) a pair of lips there. And, yeah, that's some of the things found in his house.
1: I don't know if this makes me messed up myself, but I was like, this is actually not so bad. If he's just using, like, dead bodies he found in a grave somewhere, he's not hurting anybody. But then he murdered people, so that's
0: not Yeah, so (laughs) as prolific as he is, uh, he only murdered two women that they know of, and there's speculation that he murdered his own brother. Because he wanted to have his mother to himself.
1: I was going to say, it wasn't some there's some kind of messed up story with the mom.
0: Yeah. So, I think part of the reason Ed was the way he was is because his mother was very overbearing, very religious, and kind of taught her sons that women were harlots and you should never get involved with women. Um, so
1: instead turned them into some furniture?
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I think the mother constantly being so overbearing about that made him not develop his feelings towards women properly. Actually, there's speculation that he was a trans, I don't know if I'm using the term correctly. I know there's different variations, but a transgender Mm. person, like he wanted to be a woman. Mm. The reason that he took women's body parts and made essentially another set of clothing is because he put it over himself and would walk around in it. And it's Because people believe that he wanted to be a woman. And, Mm -hmm. you know, in the 1950s, the option to have surgery was non-existent.
1: Or unacceptable.
0: And socially unacceptable. Yeah.
1: Especially if your mom's, like, super religious.
0: Well, the murder started after his mother died. Because there was no one left to kind of... Guide him. Keep a check on him. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, after he murdered these two women, because they looked like his mother, uh, he was found out almost right away.
1: They looked like his mother? I didn't know that. Yeah,
0: that's why he murdered them. Because he, you know, typical... Cases like Ed mommy issues. had mommy issues. Mm. <laughs> they hate mommy. They love mommy.
1: So much that they're going to find people that look mommy instead of marrying them, they kill them.
0: It's very <laughs> Freudian. Yeah, for sure.
1: Huh. That marrying comments more because they say that people get with people that remind them of their parents. That's,
0: <laughs> That's true. That's a whole nother rabbit hole. But yeah. so um, is
1: murder the same thing. You just find people to kill that look like your parents.
0: But yeah, if they traumatize you <laughs> well enough, I guess. <laughs> so kind of like you mentioned Eddie inspired a lot of pop culture icons. Norman Bates in Psycho, Buffalo Bill in Silence of the Lambs, and Leatherface in the movie we're covering now. Texas and, Chainsaw Masker. Yeah. And I'll I'll kinda of point out the scenes that like are very obviously hinted towards Ed Gein.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I could think of one already. What now that you mentioned the I didn't realize that it was because he wanted to be a woman. Yeah. But there's a part where he's wearing a, a woman's a, face. A woman's face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, I guess, yeah, thanks for the facts. That's good. Love that stuff. So, if you didn't know that, I mean, just plenty of podcasts, like B.B. said, that cover all that stuff in detail. In
0: detail. More historically accurate. That was in Wisconsin, right? In Wisconsin, Plainfield. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, this movie's called Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but I remember I remember growing up thinking that it took place
0: in Wisconsin
1: because it was based on him. Nope. But I think it is Texas. Yes. Yeah. In this movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's in the title.
1: Yeah. Well, no, I, th- I thought the Texas part was in reference to, like, a type of chainsaw or something.
0: Is that a thing? Is I don't know. there a different brands of chainsaw? I'm probably completely wrong. I don't know. I'm just saying <laughs> what I assumed. <laughs> cool. So, do you want to talk about this movie?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, right away, we get a scene of a body, corpse.
0: It seems like a crime scene. It seems like they're taking pictures of the crime scene, and you see, like, decomposed body that it- has been set up.
1: It looks like a corpse holding another corpse is, on yeah, top of a tombstone.
0: With that scene, you get a the radio in the background explaining what's going on, how there's grave robbings happening in the area, and they found these bodies propped up.
1: Yeah, so everyone's being kind of invited to go find out if their family, relatives, etc., graves have been dug up because it seems like it's kind of like hit or miss some body parts are missing while the rest of the corpse is left alone
0: oh and that's what i was gonna mention ed Geen was known to the parts that he didn't use return to the grave
1: oh that's polite
0: (laughs) (laughs) very polite of him. (laughs) very considerate
1: yeah did he at least put the dirt back or was he
0: i believe he was reburying so no one would suspect did he put grass back i don't
1: know Anyway, yeah they <laughs> people were were finding their their loved ones kind of picked apart in this grave, so the first thing we see was the grave with that corpse kind of holding another corpse. I don't know what the symbology was on that, but I mean, I don't think I understand any of the vis- the what is it called the imagery we see in this I think it's movie. all
0: references to the stuff found in Eddie's house, hmm
1: yeah, and mention of like the cops having walked in on that and were like throwing Can you up, imagine, because-
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: Ew. we kind of get like a, a moment in that, in this movie, a moment of where like, uh, I think it's Pam that walks into that one room. She walks
0: into yeah. the most disgusting room possible. Yeah.
1: But so right away, we get introduced to, to the friends, right? The five friends. There's uh, the Jerry, Pam, group of teenagers Pam that must Fanny. die. Yes. <laughs> Obviously, all the people who are going to die. And um, not really scary at the start. It's just kind of they're going to this, uh, they're going to go find out if their grandparents' um, grave has been dug up. Truly
0: so. a chore that you bring all your friends along with.
1: yeah uh we got franklin too who's in a wheelchair and i felt like he was fifth wheeling the whole time you feel bad i felt bad for him the whole time because he's kind of like being ignored by everyone else everyone's got their girlfriends boyfriends and he's kind of just like fifth wheeling there yeah asking a bunch of questions everyone's obviously annoyed by him
0: well because he's talking about some like gross stuff that comes into play later about how um the pigs are slaughtered
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they pass a, a slaughterhouse Sorry, yeah. and he starts kind of going into detail about how they kill the cows or they used to kill the cows with large hammers. They said usually if they were good, they would kill the cows with one smack to the head, but sometimes they wouldn't die on the first one and you'd have to keep smacking until it passed out. He's like, now they're really efficient. They use air guns and yeah. it's just one shot to the head. And he's like very obnoxious. He's like, bam, bam, and, and screaming about how, how like they kill the cows. Which and, you don't uh, know
0: at the time, but is a reference to the profession that the family we're going to see has had in the past, but now they're killing humans in this manner. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes, we we also see the cows and things like that and I wanted to point out to you that is is that the the point of horror that it's kind of like there's a lot of like meat horror in this oh you can see a lot of like blood and meat and corpses and like cut up cows at one point he pulls the well when they pick up the hitchhiker you even see pictures and things like that and so I think that part of it is that you see all this like kind of slaughter and that's scary to people
0: it's for sure gross um I think one of the girls is like I like meat please stop talking about this (laughs) (laughs) but let's talk about that creepy ass hitchhiker that they pick up
1: first of all hitchhiking in general thing that anyone does i I don't think to this day i mean i'm sure that there's people who do it still but Uh, i I, I don't know if it's getting an uber (laughs) yes (laughs) and even the uber is creepy because you don't know who's driving yeah but um i don't know if it's because of horror movies and obviously things that have happened up to this date in real life that uh has made people more suspicious because the way that this kind of plays out in the movie, where they pick up the hitchhiker and they're like, "What does he look like? What's he, whatever?" Oh yeah, she's trying to see if he's hot. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like I don't think it matters. I don't think I'd trust anybody at all. I know um, it's sad. It's messed up because you would think that in your own situation, if you were hitchhiking because you were. You know, ran out of gas or stranded yeah that you would hope someone would pick you up but I also wouldn't be upset if no one did because it's all like I understand you know what I mean so I don't know who you are you don't know who they are
0: I think hitchhiking was super common but with kind of like the 70s and 80s and these um acknowledgement of all these serial killers picking up people through hitchhiking it became very like not safe
1: yeah yeah I would I wouldn't get anybody up I don't think anyone should pick me up either because <laughs> I would also be suspicious of the person picking me up like why are you picking me up why do you trust me <laughs> but do you like how
0: they make? This hitchhiker look creepy as possible. It's like his goal is to creep out the people who picked him up.
1: The whole time he's not acting yeah, um, normal at all. That's what we considered sane, right? Exactly. He's got uh, he's got his little camera. He's got a little fox wallet. Right? Yeah, it's like a little fox, I think. Um, and he pulls out his his uh, knife out of there too. And he's talking about a lot of weird stuff. Talking about how they
0: he used to do the slaughter stuff. Yeah,
1: talking about the slaughter stuff and talking about how they liked the old ways of smashing the cows' heads with the hammer and not the air gun. And the guy's like, isn't that more efficient, though? He's like, yeah, but it gets rid of people's jobs. What, you don't care about people's jobs?
0: Which, like, you're being creepy and you're still being, like, (laughs) condescending.
1: Right. Um, Franklin's been playing with his knife this whole time. And the guy just, like, lunges at him and is, like, smiling and laughing and takes the knife and cuts his own hand in front of everybody. And at
0: that point, I think you stop the car and kick him out. They wait
1: too damn they long. They waited
0: way too long. I also get that you probably realize he's unstable and you don't know how to handle it, but I think I'd be like get out <laughs>
1: immediately. <laughs> it's funny because the camera shot like shows the entire group kind of just like w- open-eyed and w- like mouth open like what is happening right now? Yeah. He hands back the knife to Franklin and everyone's like what are you doing? He takes a picture of them in their surprise.
0: With a giant camera I'd like to point out.
1: Right. He. It's like a Polaroid. Right? It comes out right away and um when and he takes the picture, it kind of develops, and he's like talking about all this creepy stuff. He's like, hey, the, the picture looks great. You guys look great. Not $2. Give it to me. Give me $2. And they're like, no.
0: And not till he sets the thing on fire are they like, okay, this is the last straw. Get out of the car.
1: Yeah, they kick him off. And as as they're kicking, well, before they kick him off, right before they kick him off, he also cuts Franklin in the arm.
0: Oh, yes, he does. Again, waiting way too long to kick this man out of your car.
1: Right. And Franklin actually, after this, even though they, you know, they kick him off the car, they keep driving, whatever, Franklin's actually kind of calm. I think if somebody, if I was on a trip with friends and someone cut my arm that we just picked up, that's the only thing I'd be talking about this entire time. Like, how dare he cut my arm? W- what just happened? We need yeah. to find, like, we need to do something about this, call the cops something and they're just kind of like yeah whatever get over it They just
0: patch him up and keep going i mean he is kind of worried later on he keeps thinking do you think he's gonna come back and get us and they're all kind of like just ugh, shut up franklin which is not how i think
1: friends should react either.
0: (laughs) yeah no he's the only one with common sense yeah franklin's freaking out about his arm but not really they just patch him up and they drive up to a gas station because they're just road tripping on this insanely hot day they're all sweating in this car too
1: yeah this guy comes out from the store there's already a guy sitting out front and i, I don't know if it's done on purpose throughout this whole movie where they make people look kind of like either deformed or odd right the i don't think we ever see that character again
0: no he just he's staring at the sun the car
1: and uh he's very quiet doesn't say anything but the man comes out from the gas station and they're like hey we need gas and he's like i don't have gas I'm like why, Which is you like, why have have gas?
0: are you a gas station
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean he mentions that the truck hasn't shown up and it's going to show up later that afternoon
0: he offers them food And tells them to stay away from this house that they're asking about. But then Franklin's like, my dad owns it. Which made me think, do people just like own houses and let them go to shit? Let them be abandoned?
1: I think so. Uh, This is coming from having family in Mexico. But Uh like a lot of families here and they have houses over there.
0: That's just wild to me because you could make a profit.
1: Airbnb in it?
0: Yes. (laughs) Renting it out or just selling it in general. But no, they let it go to shit.
1: Or, I mean, I I don't know, again, as we go through it, I don't know if there's any allusions to them having known the grandpa. Like, was the grandpa involved? How would you live next to this family and not know that they're doing these kinds of things?
0: I think it implies that they have, like,
1: moved moved in
0: in Uh because they don't recognize the... The dude at the gas station who ends up being part of the family. Right. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. La- yeah. <laughs> later.
1: Uh, I do want to point out another thing too that's odd to me. So I've been to gas stations like that where you can't put your own gas. I thought it was like an old thing because you've seen mm-hmm. the movies from before where you show up to a place and then they put the gas for you and you go inside to the store while they're doing it. I didn't, I thought it was a time thing and not a like, this is just what happens at certain gas stations everywhere. Because in Boston when we went, and Denver I think a few times, when I when I've traveled different states, it's a thing that happens at some gas stations still where a guy comes up to your car and is like give me your card to pay for-. you don't get out at all they take your card because it doesn't happen here in illinois it's odd it's so it's odd super because weird you're weird to me yeah you're taught to not tr- i mean i guess you're in this mindset that you shouldn't trust people in general so why would i give my credit card to you one two why am i letting you touch my car it's just so odd to me and, but it's
0: normal in other states apparently
1: right it's <laughs> i don't know it's just so weird <laughs>
0: Yeah, I I don't think I would like that, especially being a woman. I'd be like, don't touch my car right it's so
1: creepy and you don't again you don't know if that guy actually works there that's true it's like he could just be <laughs> like in this movie like somebody is out to kill you throwing a match in your gas tank blows you up I don't know <laughs> maybe it's because we don't trust people but
0: maybe because we've seen too many horror movies
1: right that's what I'm saying is, is the fear does the fear come from these movies because you're thinking that it could be something like that but you
0: never know yeah. the world's a crazy place anyway but they they do get to the abandoned house eventually
1: they do and they're they're standing outside everyone's kind of like alright let's go inside and Franklin's still freaking out like Um, he should be he's thinking like do you think the hitchhiker could follow us do you think because the hitchhiker
0: has left a blood mark on the side of their van and it's something that i brought up too is it a way for him to signal the rest of the family that these are the new victims
1: yeah i don't know that i would assume that would you if uh no
0: because then the way events plan out later it seems all very like accidental
1: yeah right everyone's connected anyway so but i
0: understand franklin's suspicion
1: right franklin is acting kind of weird though Uh, I know that he's probably, like, the most sane one here in terms of, like, being suspicious of everything. But he's, like, acting weird with the knife. Right before they get off the car and they notice the mark, he's acting weird weird with the knife, talking to Kirk. And he's like, do you think this is his blood? Ooh, look it. Look, it's his blood. And he's, like so nonchalant again still that this guy cut him yeah and he's talking so calmly about like look it it might be his blood right and kirk he's like talking so much about this guy that kirk's like dude i think he might be crazier than him
0: yeah i mean i kind (laughs) of get kurt i'd be like please stop
1: yeah let's forget about it it was creepy (laughs) enough right
0: but all the couples end up going into the house and like you said franklin's kind of just left by the van to freak out
1: he's in a wheelchair too another reason that again i I said that like i feel like he's fifth willing kind of left aside they don't even help him get into the house everyone's kind of like reminiscing i think sally Mm -hmm. is the one who's like i used to live in this room and the wallpaper and whatever and he's kind of downstairs trying to figure out how to get into the house
0: yes i would say though that franklin um they feel like he's harshing the vibes with all this talk about the creep
1: i mean he literally got sliced (laughs) (laughs) but
0: i'm not saying they're right i'm saying that's probably what they feel
1: right anyway the franklin's walking around the house and he stumbles upon i think kirk and uh yeah, Pam. We, yeah, Kirk and Pam walk around, uh, and they're like, all right, hey, I think we're going to look to see if anyone's around here who has gas, right? Yes, basically. And they leave the house, and Franklin's kind of just there. He stumbles upon what a few What looks like another
0: calling. You know, it looks like a nest of many animals like put together like a fucked up taxidermy thing. Yeah,
1: it's like a lizard with wings. <laughs> yeah. There's like feathers and, and bones. And there's like
0: bones hanging from the door. Do you know
1: if those were human bones? It looked like wishbones, like femurs In the movie, and things like that. In the that yeah. would be a
0: good fact to look up hanging
1: from the ceiling or not the ceiling but the doorway
0: if they use actual
1: mistletoe style he was just like someone's gonna walk under here and make out that's what Leatherface was waiting for that would
0: be his logic huh (laughs)
1: Why why else would you put it in the doorway?
0: As a calling, as like a warning. Or a welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Or an invitation to make out, apparently. (laughs) yeah,
1: That's what he wanted the lips for, for the window. He's going to use those lips.
0: Mm, But we do get this scene where (laughs) Pam and Kurt stumble upon this house. And on the outside, it's an actually pretty nice house. They got like a field of sunflowers, a nice little bench. But the only hint that something weird is kind of going on, it looks like there's a car graveyard hidden
1: yes i was gonna point that out is that I hadn't, I hadn't noticed that the last few times i've seen this movie but that i would also question why there's so many cars but but i, I take it back I take that because back. people yeah.
0: have shops where uh well at least where i grew up they had shops in their yard and they had millions of cars in their yard yeah. that they were working on
1: that's what i was gonna take it back um driving around like wisconsin for example when i visit my family there's tons of places that have you know tractors and cars and whatever yeah, it's a rural
0: area. I don't think I would find it that suspicious.
1: suspicious. He finds it suspicious, though. Kirk's like, hey, Pam, come look at this. And they look at all the cars, and some of them look beat up. Some of them, there's nothing obvious to say that there's, like, blood anywhere.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, there's a generator on, and he's like, they have gas. So that's what makes them go to this house.
0: Yeah, and they just straight up walk in.
1: Kinda, of, because so I wanted to tell you that uh, Kirk knocks on the door and he's like, "Hey, is anyone there?" And I didn't catch if if it was thrown out or if it just fell, but a tooth falls onto the patio. Oh yeah. And he looks at it, picks it up, like it's normal, like
0: it's nothing, and he's
1: like, "Hey, babe, check this out." And she opens up her hand, and he puts the tooth in her hand, and she freaks out. That's not my first thought. If you and me were going up to I a was house in Wisconsin, to say, would you
0: do this? No, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like,
1: "We need to get the fuck out of here. There's a tooth." <laughs>
0: That's true. Well, our house was covered in teeth when Loki. He was losing all his babies,
1: (laughs) (laughs) so I guess people could say
0: the same about our house. It was also covered in blood
1: (laughs) and catching them on my feet for the same reason. Barefoot.
0: so maybe they have a dog
1: <laughs> but i never did that to you i never just took his teeth and put them in your hand and said hey happy birthday
0: i mean kind of because i was gross and i would want to see them
1: yeah his canine was really cool all the other ones were pretty small so it didn't Tiny really matter canine. but when, I, when you weren't here when his canine fell out yeah
0: and i was upset so. it was
1: huge it was really nice and it had like his uh what do you call it the roots in there
0: yeah it was pretty nasty it was pretty cool to look at
1: yeah yeah so i mean this one was not
0: cool. this tooth this was big and ugly yeah and Two it had and like teeth. a cavity or something yeah <laughs> <laughs> so
1: anyway, he finds the tooth, gives it to her, freaks her out. And he keeps knocking. I wouldn't keep knocking. but He knocks he keeps so hard knocking.
0: that the door opens.
1: The door opens and he sees kind of inside the house, it's kind of dark. And, and there's like a room in the back. And
0: it just looks like someone who's in a really rural area would decorate, right? Like a bunch of animal skulls on the wall. Like again. Hunter. Hunter, I wouldn't like guess. There's like cow I skins hanging from the wall, which I, I don't know what it is about cow skins. Yeah, you do get freaked out. I hate them so much. They're terrifying. Did you know I
1: have a hide here in the house?
0: Why would you do that? Because I made leather stuff at some point. Okay, but it's not like a whole cow skin.
1: It was. I cut it up. <laughs>
0: okay. I don't know what it is. I think it's just so, like, unsettling to see them. <laughs> that would freak me out more than I think the skulls of the but animals. But eating
1: meat doesn't? You really, you literally want birria right now.
0: Yeah. You <laughs> promised me tacos after that.
1: <laughs> Yeah. Just remember the cow hide when we're eating it.
0: No, I will not.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it does look like a, a totally normal house. Um, I've been to houses like that in Wisconsin, and the vibe is not like a weird one. At no, on.
0: it's just like the style of those types of houses. But immediately, mm-hmm. Leatherface pops up and just slams Kirk in the head.
1: Yeah, he opened no walk- warning. Stumbles through the door, and yeah, just smashes him. I thought it was crazy how they, and I think it's crazy in the movies in general when they do this that, uh, like, he smashed him in the head and he starts convulsing. I was like gonna an animal. say,
0: is that a real thing that happens to humans?
1: I think so. It's like you go brain dead and your body starts to like jolt because <laughs> your nerves are not responding to your I, I probably sound stupid but I, that's my imagination or my what I imagine is happening is that you kill the brain to some extent and the body is just freaking out because of signals being sent throughout the body right See, or you're in shock that could be the other thing
0: It's, like, details like that that I find unsettling in horror movies, not so much the actual kills. It's, like, what the human body does. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's why I really just don't like body horror. It's too real for me.
1: Yeah, we talked extensively about, like, that yesterday.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because I've never seen any of the Saw movies. Even though I love horror movies, you'd think I would watch it. But there's something about body horror that I'm just not a fan of. Yeah,
1: for those who are listening, if you like Mortal Kombat, Vivi does not like Mortal
0: Kombat. It's just... She doesn't like any of the
1: fatalities, even though they're dope. (laughs) Yeah, we can talk about Mortal Kombat when that comes out.
0: Uh, You will play it because I don't play video games.
1: no the the, the movie <laughs> coming
0: out. oh yeah. yeah i wonder if they're gonna do like gruesome kills like, probably i mean that, they
1: have to but they have to <laughs> we could talk about all the gore then
0: mm, amazing
1: yeah was gonna have a great time but uh yeah so she, so leatherface smashes kirk's face he's convulsing and sal or pam doesn't know
0: no she's outside kind of like hurry up let's go and leatherface just kind of carries him into the house and like slams the door behind him pissed in his defense, I would also be very upset that people are just entering my house <laughs> unannounced.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's—I uh, don't know if this is a thing everywhere, but if someone trespasses on your property and you feel threatened, you could you, technically, yeah, defend yourself. And like honestly,
0: that. three out of the the five kills are because they all trespassed into in his, his property. <laughs> Not that we're defending him, but I'm just saying. I mean,
1: I would also be mad if someone just kind of came into my house. And,
0: and that's how he kind of looks. He's kind of looking frantically like, oh, shit, what the Who hell are, are you doing people? in my house? Why do they keep coming?
1: <laughs> yes, that is literally how he acts. He's like freaking out every time that anyone runs in. But Because um, right
0: after Kirk, um, Pam immediately after, his girlfriend goes to look for him. And she's kind of like walking into the house again. Fucking rude. Also stumbles in. She stumbles into another gross room. That it, it's
1: like covered in feathers. There's Chicken nasty, yeah. And this is the moment where we get all the scenery that you're probably talking about.
0: Yeah. So, um, she looks up and immediately sees a chair. It's not covered in human flesh, but it looks like it's made out of human bones. And I would like to say that I kind of like that chair if it wasn't made out of real human bones. If it was an
1: animal bone,
0: I I, no, (laughs) just fake plastic Halloween (laughs) bones. I would like that chair, but considering that it's very obviously human, it's freaky. And yeah, she's kind of just looking around, shocked. that There's like multiple skulls around, hinting at Ed Gein eating out of human skulls and using them as decor. I don't think we see any nipple belts.
1: We don't. I was uh, writing down like what all stood out to me. The bone sofa stood out to me. Uh, there's a lot of furniture decor, a lot lamps. Uh, a lot of things little trinkets like hanging from the ceiling um i think there's also the cinematography in this section also kind of just like makes it so that everything looks like crazy like the tools are also shown Mm -hmm. and i think the point is to like make the viewer think like what all are they doing in here they're using power tools they're using bones they're using all these things and it's freaking pam out the entire time Mm -hmm. she's looking and and, like freaking out
0: and she like kind of wants to throw up she's like heaving on the ground which i honestly i think i'd be more disgusted by all the chicken feathers i'd be like i'm not gonna be this close to them and throw up <laughs> probably
1: smells nasty too. it
0: probably smells awful it's like 90 degrees right in the movie allegedly i it imagine amplifies the the smell. Heat, it just smells disgusting
1: yeah so she finally runs out and leatherface immediately comes out also and, and kind of just her. grabs her
0: yeah and she tr- like runs out the door but doesn't make her and he like hugs her from behind pulls her into and that pulls room. her in again he's like what the fuck are you doing in my house (laughs) where are you people coming from i will say look super disturbing he puts her on a meat hook so she doesn't run away and i imagine that's insanely painful
1: yeah she's hanging and she's like trying to grab the meat hook and then uh starts paying attention to what he's doing he goes into the background there's a body on the table which is obviously kirk's Mm -hmm. he goes to the background there's a there's a chainsaw on the table he starts to turn it on and then I don't know what it is, but killers, again, like the Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy's like, ah, you want to see me hurt myself? Oh, look, it's it's a fear factor, obviously, mm-hmm. to, like, scare the person that you're doing, you're toying with them. And uh, he starts to just go in on Kirk's body with the chainsaw in front of her while she's on the meat hook.
0: Well, I I get the sense that Leatherface, much like Ed Gein, is not in his complete senses. So to him, it's like hey, doing son. his job. It's oh. like when he slaughters the animals, and this is just an animal that ran out and hold on, wait your turn while I slaughter this animal and get to you that's
1: true i didn't even think of that
0: yeah because he puts her on a meat hook yeah
1: oh well i didn't even think of like treating the humans as animals
0: i think that's pretty much his bit amazing <laughs> <laughs> while this is happening the group of friends are back at the van franklin's still freaking out about the guy but jerry's kind of like where is everybody let me go look for them everybody wait here the typical split up it's gonna go great for everybody mm-hmm. and yeah he comes upon the house and also is knocking
1: he notices kirk's shirt i thought was like a blanket yeah, yeah. He, he notices outside so he's like kirk They're in in here. here.
0: So um, he also hears like giggling and that's what prompts him to go in, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's like a like a female giggle. And mm-hmm. he's like, stop messing with me, guys. And he's very innocent in his, like, request for someone to come out and tell him what's going on.
0: Wouldn't you be weirded out if your friends were in a random house that you don't know belongs to someone or not? It clearly belongs to someone. There's a generator going. There's like...
1: Yeah, I was going to say that if it's Sally, if it was Sally, maybe not because her grandpa lived there. So yeah. maybe you'd think, like, oh, they know the, the neighbors. But because Pam is the one who's with them. I don't know. I guess it, it would depend. I would be weirded out. I'd be like, yeah. who are these people? If my friends just disappeared at the neighbor's
0: house. Yep. But it could be. But he still too. goes in to investigate and again sees all the creepy stuff all the human skulls and he gets into the room where Kirk and Pam were being murdered and he opens up the freezer and...
1: Why would you open the freezer?
0: Why would that be your initial thought? Like, there's something i don't go into someone
1: someone random's house and just start opening drawers and shit. Does he
0: hear something? Does he think he hears something? And that's why he opens it because her body, like, pops out and does that, like, spasming thing.
1: She was, uh... Her eyes were closed when he he opens the freezer finally. Mm -hmm. Her eyes are closed and then it's a jump scare moment of her body... Her eyes open up. She jumps out and then kind of just passes out and then jerry gets freaked out turns around and again we get leatherface just smashing him in the head with the hammer and dies
0: immediately yeah and
1: he's pissed he's like why'd you take the meat out goes and throws pam's body back into the freezer and smashes it you're coming to someone's house and they're upset that you're coming in here messing things
0: up i mean again i kind of don't blame (laughs) it's like if some kid came in here and started looking in our freezer it'd be like What's your problem? Or
1: by your by your meat analogy, he's he's like, why are the pigs and cows just coming in here and tearing up my mm. house?
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they belong outside.
1: <laughs> yeah. So he really closes the freezer, putting Pam back, and uh, it's getting later in the day, and it goes back to where Sally and Franklin are. We, we don't really get a lot of them alone. So like uh, Leatherface and the house, it's always just whenever someone stumbles in, that's when we see quick Leatherface kill. in the house, and mm-hmm. quick kill, and pans back to the friend
0: mm-hmm.
1: So. Sally and Franklin are at the truck.
0: Arguing like siblings do in the worst possible time.
1: It's nighttime. And it's super dark out. Mm-hmm. They've got the car on to shine some light. Uh, Franklin has a flashlight. And they're freaking out because they're like, where are they? Where could they possibly be? The house that they went to visit is not in shape to just stay, stay the night there. or hide mm-hmm. or hang out. They're just hanging out in the car. Cause but it's... Franklin,
0: again, is the only one with common sense because he's like, let's just take the keys and go. We'll come back for them later. Well,
1: <laughs> well, he says, let's take the keys and go back to the gas station, which we later find out is not Wouldn't have idea. been the right
0: choice, but... <laughs> Um. Doesn't matter. They don't have keys, anyways.
1: Yeah. So they start fighting over the flashlight because Sally's like, "I'm gonna go look for them." And Franklin's like, "No, man. Let's let's just hang out here. We're we're gonna we're, we should stay together or whatever and go find help." Sally is really cool because I think she, in the moment, nothing has actually happened to them, but she's freaking out and she's like, "You know what? I don't need the flashlight. I'm gonna go look for them myself in the dark." Yeah. Would you do that?
0: Um. Yeah. I don't know if it is just being like the older sibling, or When you like fight with your sibling, then it's just not going well. You're just like, "Fuck it. I'm gonna." go off on my own so yeah i could see that happening
1: would uh, you do this if you were in the middle of nowhere in texas um
0: first of all i wouldn't be in the middle of nowhere because i hate road trips i have to pee every 20 minutes that's so not gonna happen
1: yeah the gas station we would have had bathroom? to stay
0: at the gas station because i have to go to the bathroom all the time
1: <laughs> which also would not be a good idea <laughs> which
0: also would not been a good idea but yeah, yeah. she goes off and Franklin get
1: freak, gets he freaked caves out. and he's, he's like,
0: fine, take me You're with you. You're not going to leave
1: me here by myself.
0: Yeah. And like, you kind of don't expect this, but they're in the woods and like, just she's pushing t- them, pushing them in and the they're, wheelchair. They're moving along. And he's like, wait, I hear something. Chainsaw to the gut. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Didn't even know he was in the forest. This is the only time that I would say, "Okay, dude, they're not on your property. You didn't have to do that."
1: No, yeah, he finally went out to look for them. I'm wondering if that's because. So, I guess kind of backtracking a little bit. After he kills Jerry, he runs out to the window. Leatherface kind of runs to the window and opens up the the curtains and is like looking around. So, I'm wondering if that means honestly, he's, like, he's just freaked out people?
0: that people are coming to his house. Yeah,
1: he's like, "Are there more of you guys?" So that's probably what prompted him to go out into the be like,
0: "I'm just gonna take care of this."
1: Yeah. So he, yeah, he chainsaws the crap out of Franklin. Franklin's dead. And Sally runs her ass off.
0: Yeah, she really does. She's, she's
1: running through the the tree line. Um, this isn't when Leatherface decides to start like re- redoing the landscape, does he?
0: No, I think she actually <laughs> runs like straight past him into his house.
1: Yes. Yeah. She sees the lights on and she's like running around. Obviously, she doesn't know that this is. His house, she just thinks he's a killer, mm-hmm. just out in the loose. And he follows her up to the front door. She closes the door on him and he starts to just destroy his own front door with the yeah. chainsaw and it starts cutting it up. I was telling I was telling you that uh I guess later they address it but I was like so he just is like so cool with just knocking his own door down yeah. I don't understand so anyway she he like cuts it all up and meanwhile he's doing that she runs upstairs and is ask, is like screaming for help cuz she again still doesn't know that this is his house and she encounters an old man which I think at this point as a watcher you think it's a dead man yeah It's a dead man and then she turns around and there's like a skeleton of a woman in a a sofa chair. Yeah. And so she's screaming, you know, and she runs back down and finally Leatherface gets into the door and starts Uh, chasing her.
0: I would like to say that that scene, though, very reminiscent of Psycho where we find out that Norman Bates' mother is not alive and it's been a corpse in a dress the whole time. That's Mm. literally what they look like. And again, it's a reference to Ed Gein and his obsession with his mother. But also Ed Gein, I don't think, preserved his mother. It was just other women's body parts. Parts. Mm. But yeah, it was his
1: dad in, in the situation though?
0: He had a father, yeah, but his father was like an alcoholic, not really in the picture. Not present. And his mother was so overbearing that, like, she was the primary parental role in the family. Mm. And then uh, his father died of alcoholism, so he was kind of like a non-factor in his life.
1: Okay, yeah, I was just wondering if any of that played into this movie too, because it's very clear, like, before knowing the Arkin thing, in the next few scenes too, there's a lot of like man it's thing all in this the house. The
0: male, um, what there's no
1: sister there's no mom. no
0: no sister no mother it's all the male figures in the family
1: mm-hmm. so i was wondering if it was like uh something like that where
0: probably trying to do the opposite of what ed gein was yeah where he was so obsessed with his mother this one is like it's all a patriarchy mm-hmm. of men
1: which is scary as well
0: <laughs> yeah but they kept the grandma alive or like in the attic with the grandpa
1: yeah the body of the gra- of the mom or whatever because
0: <laughs> even though he looks dead we find out later that I don't know what the fuck is going. I don't on know. With I don't
1: even know what he is because <laughs> it's like: is he dead? Is it? Was he brought back to life? Is like, he a zombie? He's, yeah, is he
0: paranormal in some sense.
1: Is he just so old that he looks like a corpse?
0: That too. <laughs> but she sees all this, and the Leatherface is running up the stairs to catch her. And I'm just like amazed that this girl throws herself out like a two-story oh my God. window. Not no not hesitation. The only time.
1: Not the only time yes, she does it either. <laughs>
0: the queen of throwing herself out window.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's no hesitation. I mean, you see plenty of movies where people were like oh my god but Should no she just it? straight up runs at the window
0: which is like i guess why she survives another
1: face is like damn bitch you crazy i'm I'll gonna take, to take the, stairs. the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> <This> it's <bitch> crazy
0: <laughs> you ain't gotta do all that <laughs> no
1: I have a chainsaw, I can't like catch This you. is
0: not safe. I'm going to take the stairs.
1: <laughs> on the topic of uh, chainsaws not being safe later he cuts himself.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was also going to say he runs pretty fast with the chainsaw.
1: He does. It's uh I think it's on purpose too. I'm sure the actor like was probably thinking about how could I seem scary running around? He's like swinging it. Not the way I would walk around with a chainsaw. No,
0: very unsafe.
1: Yeah. So he's running after her, she runs back out into the forest and this is when he decides to start, you know, cutting the bushes and the trees and stuff to to while her. he's chasing her and uh she's kind of like giving up to some extent because she kind of stops falls, running yeah and he's in the background like trying to cut some bushes and branches and stuff to get to her because he's too big and he finally kind of catches up to her she runs and then they they make it back to the gas station
0: the gas station and um she gun- runs
1: in and the he doesn't follow because the man from the gas station kind of comes out yeah i thought that was odd too again being, if if you were watching this for the first time would you wonder why he didn't continue to chase her into the gas station Because at this point, you don't know that the old man is a bad guy.
0: Yes. He's creepy, for sure. Oh, yeah. He's really creepy because she runs in there and he's, like, caressing her face. And she's, like, clearly freaking out. And he's, like, hugging her. And I'm like, gross, man. Mm -hmm. And um, she keeps saying that they need to call the police. And he's like, there's no phone here. We're going to have to get in the truck and go somewhere.
1: But he pulls that rope.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, he goes to get the truck. And she's kind of looking around and seeing, like all the dead meat hanging which like pegs the question because they got food from him earlier did they eat human
1: maybe like i said there's a lot of meat horror in this and that like you see a lot of you you don't know i think that's the point is that you as the viewer are like is that now that you know that they're kind of cannibalistic in a way yeah is it human or is it cow or is it what is it yeah and i think that's part of the horror in her eyes is that maybe she's also wondering the same thing
0: yeah and then he finally comes down. He pull, he has a sack and some rope. This is when she finally realizes that this is... She's
1: like, why? Her face is so like, oh my God, not again.
0: Yeah, I mean, I understand her.
1: <laughs> uh He he starts to beat her with a broom because yeah. she grabs a knife off of the counter. Does was nothing it, with it. Was it a knife? Yes. Yeah, she grabs a knife off the counter and he's like, oh no, no, don't worry about it. It'll be fast. And he kind of just grabs the broom and starts getting her out. Uh, scobazos, which is yeah. br- just brooming the crap out of her until she gets knocked out. This scene is super long. I was that like out of all the scenes that are so fast-paced this scene takes forever for some reason and they just tie her up he puts her in the back of the pickup uh and you're you're thinking that maybe like leatherface because you know again you don't know that they're connected leatherface is gonna come out of nowhere and and kill them yeah but it just you just keep going
0: he runs into the hitchhiker from earlier and picks him up and he's like where have you been all day and this is when you realize like oh shit that's his son Mm -hmm. and he's like why'd you leave your brother alone and that's when you finally get that they're all connected is his other son it's probably why he stopped because he was scared of his dad seeing what he has done.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the dad gets home and he's. It's like when you show up and your kids have like done a, a mess at home, and he's like, "Dude, did this to the door?" And he's like, "Mad as hell that he broke the door and yelling Dude, at everybody." You gotta get your
0: priorities straight.
1: Leatherface is like got an apron on and a wig and like a, it looks like he put makeup on. No, his not face. yet.
0: I think he puts it on for dinner.
1: Oh, I thought he was already making dinner when the dad gets home. No,
0: I think she wakes up from like being terrified. And, oh, is that what? I was and saying? then he's. Like, turns around, he's got his whole makeup on for dinner. <laughs> I made a note of that. That was hilarious. He tidied up.
1: And what did you call it? You're putting your face on?
0: Put your face on for dinner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: that's what he did. He literally put his face on. Figuratively um, and literally. Uh, but yeah, he's cooking. He's got a little apron on. He's like doing, he's got pots on the stove. And everybody's getting ready for din-din. And they tie her to this chair that's literally got armrests.
0: Human arms on it, yeah.
1: <laughs> awesome pun.
0: you <laughs> <laughs> feel like I get it. Yeah, but then the father asks the men to bring down their grandfather, and I think like as a viewer at this point you're like they don't accept that the grandfather's dead, and they're just like lugging around his corpse
1: Mm -hmm. because they don't bring mom.
0: No, they don't. They leave her up there. Yeah, and then they sit him right next to Sally, and the grossest scene possibly ever is when you
1: realize he's not dead because like
0: kind of not dead because they cut her finger, make her bleed, and put it in the old man's mouth.
1: sucking her bloody finger
0: yeah like he's some sort of vampire coming back to life and he's doing it in the most disgusting way possible he's like moving his little body all greedily yeah his
1: face is all nasty and like decrepit it's like yeah it's a really gross so you don't
0: know if he's like dead almost dead and this is what's keeping him alive right Uh, this whole
1: this whole part is kind of like what is this is it a cult is it some sort of like thing that's going on i don't know the dad is yelling at the dad is yelling at uh leatherface like again you're thinking that leatherface is like the big bad and he's he's yelling at Leatherface like he's a baby like he's yelling at him and Leatherface is like freaking out and like grabbing his head and then afraid of the dad and then the younger well I guess I'm assuming it's his brother the younger guy is like kind of like revolting against him like saying like no you don't even like the food you don't like to see us kill her you don't like to see us hurt her and he's like I don't like the killing part I just like the eating part he's like you're just the
0: cook so like that begs the question is eating the humans what's keeping them alive this long is that what's hinted maybe because the
1: dad kind of keeps saying like you don't understand You don't understand any of this. You don't understand what's going on. So I wonder if they think that this is what's happening and it's not. Or maybe it is working because this old man looks like a corpse. He looks like a zombie.
0: But he came to life with some blood. And during this scene, I don't blame her. She passes out. Mm. (laughs) And then she wakes up and sees them all having dinner already. And Leatherface has changed his face. Yep. And
1: You see a little headlamp. It's literally a head. It's literally a head, which (laughs) is
0: a reference to the skin lamp that Mm -hmm. Ed Gein had. And it's like a long, drawn-out, scene i kind of think again the kills are so quick and then like the scene where they're having dinner is drawn out so much like this chaotic i think it's
1: meant to freak you out like Sally is freaking out, and that you're like, What is literally happening
0: right now? Because they do zoom <laughs> in on her screaming and her, her face eyeballs. and her eyeballs and the blood vessels in her eyeballs. I'm like, I get it, okay? But they're like really focused on it. I
1: think it's because, like, picture yourself in that situation. There's, I was kind of writing it down too, is that like there's no end in sight. Like, you know, you're gonna die because there's no obvious way to escape. You're tied down. There's these crazy people in front of you talking about nothing that makes sense. They've got this corpse here sucking on your bloody finger, and they're telling you to eat. And they're telling you to eat this food that could potentially be human food, right? It could be your friends, your dead friends
0: yeah, because you don't even really know where they've gone at this point, but you're assuming they're, they're they've dead. been killed by them. yeah.
1: so this is when we were kind of getting like again into the de- details of the dad saying that, you know you don't understand the brother's revolting and or rebelling sorry i keep saying revolting <laughs> i mean rebelling. he is
0: revolting to yeah
1: he's revolting the whole time but yeah he's rebelling to the dad saying like you you're just the cook you don't even know anything you don't even like it and the dad it, it's weird because the dad has this like kind of like battle with himself where he's also psychotically laughing with them but then he's like well hurry up and kill her
0: yeah he's like delusional because he like is kind of in charge because he's telling them what to do and he's yelling at them for all the mistakes they've made but then when it comes to the actual part of killing because he's not like into it they're kind of like you're lesser mm-hmm. like well, this is where we take control and then for some reason they decide that the grandpa has to be the one to kill this woman he
1: used to be the best killer back in his day yeah but look he used to kill him so fast and the dad's like yeah don't worry about it he's like so he's gonna fast kill, to kill you kill so
0: quick you're not even gonna realize
1: you want to see some real speed
0: <laughs> it's basically <laughs> what he said but you know what happens <laughs> the exact opposite
1: <laughs> you're you're awesome and you brought the SpongeBob reference. <laughs>
0: Okay, because they set the grandfather up to kill this woman. They brought a bucket and have her hanging over there. And then Leatherface is putting the hammer in the grandfather's hand and he keeps dropping it. And he keeps putting it in there and he keeps dropping it. I think it's
1: even funnier because Leatherface is a Patrick type.
0: (laughs) He kind of is. (laughs) And I just made that joke of like, firmly grasp it! I said firmly grasp it! (gasps) Which he like, never does. <laughs> kind of does towards the end. He does he gets one good hit in. Leatherface
1: is holding his hand all the whole time. Like, okay. He, so, he well, hits. they
0: do get one hit in on her head. Her head's bleeding or whatever. Yeah. And in this, this chaotic scene is kind of where she, like, gets to run away and crashes through another <laughs> fucking window because it's just that easy, apparently. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah and they're they're chasing after her and uh they're kind of toying with her cuz yeah it's kind of like she's running like screaming fun. chaotically she's obviously hurt cuz she's like limp running mm-hmm. and the the brother with the camera earlier is like kind of like Baiting zigzag her, running yeah. after her and slashing at her back with a shaving knife yeah and they run out into the street and... Let's
0: talk about the most chaotic ending we've probably seen in a horror movie. This <laughs> so <shit> much is <laughs> happening. <laughs> this shit's wild. So um, she runs out into the middle of the road and some The guy's slashing
1: at her back still.
0: Yeah, somehow this like semi truck comes out of nowhere and she's able to move out of the way and
1: he blo- he like blocks his face doesn't also run out of the way no
0: he doesn't and he gets ran over there's the scene of him being under the tire yeah it's like a
1: ragdoll effect all the tires hit him
0: yeah <laughs> it's definitely a ragdoll and then the guy driving like stops and like sees her and
1: it's like oh my god but he's not this guy does not talk at all he he's does not thrown into Could the situation,
0: imagine <laughs> just driving minding your own damn business and all of a sudden this like two dudes are chasing a chick that's Look, bloody as hell at
1: least you stopped because I've seen enough movies where a semi runs someone over and just keeps going
0: yeah like Pet cemetery? yeah <laughs> Um, um,
1: but so, yes, the, the guy gets off the car and is like, again, you don't hear him saying anything, but he's, he's like running after her to be like, you need help. And Leatherface comes around the corner of the truck with the chainsaw and he just, like, like, the, oh, like the baby fuck. in those memes, <laughs> like, <laughs> just turns around with an O-Face and runs into his but truck. pulls
0: her into the truck and closes the door. And this, this is what pissed me off. Why didn't they just drive away? Yes.
1: Leatherface is like slashing at the door with the chainsaw and the chainsaw is not cutting not the door at all. Not penetrating it. They could but have they driven off. The other side for some reason, and the the
0: dude grabs like a wrench, wrench and (laughs) like they're running away. (laughs) And I love that he turns around, and his aim is so (laughs) impeccable that he just smashes him in the head with the wrench. Um, Yeah,
1: fearless of the chainsaw. Yeah, he just comes at him with the wrench, hits him in the face. Leatherface falls back and cuts his own leg. He doesn't cut it off, but he like slashes his leg a little bit.
0: Yeah, and. At this a point, truck out of
1: nowhere comes
0: is on its way but at a, this a point a pickup truck
1: sorry not a, another semi not truck.
0: another semi but at this point um, Sally and this dude has no name are like running away Sally notices the truck and starts to run towards the truck but this guy is like peace out bitch I'm out of here and runs in the complete opposite direction and that's I it I
1: <laughs> wasn't sure so until she starts to try to kind of jump onto the pickup I thought it was family coming to help Leatherface
0: it could be right because like, she like, took a risk there. the
1: semi truck driver just keeps running he yeah. doesn't He doesn't stop with the pickup either. It's like Sally gets saved and starts driving off, and she's laughing hysterically as Mm -hmm. they drive off. But I'm more worried about the semi truck driver. He was just put in a situation. He He really just
0: jumped in at the end of a situation. He had no idea what was happening. He leaves. He's, like, on there on screen for, like, a minute. It's the most chaotic minute of anyone's life.
1: Yeah, and Leatherface is, like, dancing in the sun with his chainsaw. And it's, like, kind of. Yeah, it's, it's kind of, like, innocent, like a child. He's just dancing, like, oh,
0: man. She got away, but chainsaw. whatever.
1: He's, like, dancing in the sun and shit. But I feel bad for the semi-truck driver because he runs in the complete opposite direction. So to get back to his truck, he has to go through Leatherface.
0: I don't think he's going to go back for the truck, honestly.
1: He's just going to run on foot forever?
0: I think I would, too. He's going to go to the gas station. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. That guy's that no. Is that
1: what the second one's about?
0: I don't know. <laughs> I haven't guy. seen the second one.
1: I'd like to know more about what happens to that
0: guy. I just want to know if he's okay. <laughs>
1: I do. He um, had no reason to be there.
0: But let's talk about this dude that picks her up in this truck and I was gonna ask you I think you kind of answered it earlier when you said you would not pick up hitchhikers this woman's covered in blood oh yeah I know would you pick her up I guess because he has a truck and she can get in the back if she does end up being crazy he can just like kick her off kick her off somehow there's a barrier I don't know that you
1: could kick her off I
0: don't know you have to trust
1: that she could probably like if she's someone who's trying to hurt you that she'd be able to get to you through the Back of the truck, yeah,
0: because again, they're just like running into this situation. You don't know if they're in on it together, if this is a
1: ploy. Like I said, I thought the pickup was them, yeah, you know. But the guy's obviously also in distress because he's driving away and he's looking back, looking back at her, and she's
0: laughing hysterically. I'd be like, damn, what did I just pick up? What did I
1: just pick up? Who is this lady? I think I'd be more scared of her.
0: (laughs) No, I think I'd be scared of the other guy wearing a human face with a chainsaw, yeah,
1: yeah. He almost crashes when he tries to pick her up, he like pulls up alongside the fence, and I mean, again, another reason i thought that because he u-turns
0: why to go why? back yeah. that's what i'm saying
1: that's what i'm saying that when he u-turns i was like oh it's them yeah wouldn't you just keep driving where you were going yeah why did you turn
0: i guess he turned around so she could get in the truck you didn't have to turn around she could catch him
1: you could also caught the other guy the semi-truck
0: <laughs> you gotta go get him
1: damn <laughs> why would you turn where are you
0: going but um <laughs> overall i think this is a fun movie it is
1: fun it's it's like innocent in that there's not much to it other than that there's a bunch of lunatics in a house killing people
0: yeah who may or may not be immortal because they're eating other people or just do enough people show up
1: that you think you can be immortal well
0: that's why they're digging up the graves maybe eat them
1: so you eat dead people to live longer that's also horrible. isn't that like eating like rotten rotten meat gross
0: i don't know i mean you don't eat live animals so
1: yeah but you at least preserve it to some extent you don't preserve me in the ground
0: i think <laughs> they the fresh kills at least were being preserved she was in the freezer Ham. that's true that. but uh, what well, do you rate it No, I, I was just about to ask you i would give this I'll movie to it <laughs> i think i'd give it and 8.5 yeah yeah that's pretty high yeah why i I don't know what about maybe it's because and i don't know if this makes me fucked up but i think it's
1: the history factor
0: yeah the knowing what this is inspired by and like it was real i think is kind of not what makes it fun because that sounds messed up makes it charming yeah (laughs) hold on what am i trying to say
1: (laughs) It adds more meat to the story. Yeah, because no?
0: it's, like, based on true events. And it's, like, again, I said the scariest parts aren't even, like, Leatherface himself. It's just kind of, like, the circumstances around this house and how gross it is, you know? Yeah,
1: it is freaky. I was telling you that the Resident Evil game is kind of like this movie. And even as you play that game, you're, like... I mean, I was playing it with you, and mm-hmm. it's, like, you're panicking because you're, like, how do I get out of this situation? You're You're almost being... You're not just... Your friends are not just being murdered, but you're kind of being... Psychologically messed with by this mm-hmm. family, that's you're that being you're,
0: treated like slaughter,
1: they're completely wild cards. All of them,
0: yeah, it's like um, you don't know which one's crazier than the other. No,
1: when you see that Leatherface, the one who's been killing everyone, is the one who's being direct or commanded by this other man, you're like, First of all, Leatherface, come on now, man, you're way bigger than him. Why is he directing you? But he's you a get child. the
0: impression that he's like, um, developmentally challenged, yeah.
1: Which goes back to your Ed Gein thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, Ed Gein was uh, diagnosed as a schizophrenic, so it could possibly be just a reference to that. Mm-hmm. So, what was your rating?
1: Fine. Uh, I'd I'd probably also give it something high, seven, seven and a half, seven and a half. I think is good. Yeah, it's really good. It's fun. I like how quick paced it is. I hate when a movie takes forever to get to the point, especially when it's a lot of like. Yeah,
0: the kills aren't drawn out suspensefully. Like I think they are now, and I think that's what makes them more shocking because you're like, oh shit, that happened quickly.
1: Yeah, the the like the surprise factor I think is good. I think when movies play too much with like the. Ooh, you turn a corner and nothing happens it's not it's like, there okay i get it
0: yeah but then you turn the next corner and it's still not there yeah and you're like, like six God, minutes in
1: just you mean <laughs> just 60 minutes it. in? <laughs> yeah yeah i think it's fun because it's uh, I, i'm surprised that it's from the 70s too because well we watched the remastered version
0: so the quality's a little better
1: well not i mean in, in that sense but more like as much as we think it like halloween nightmare on the street friday the 13th are like the super classics i think this is like better than all three of them
0: oh really yeah. controversial statement
1: yeah i do uh, i mean not not like i'm not saying like leagues better but i think this one's more fun than all the rest
0: yeah i think they're all good in their own ways i think they're actually all pretty different even though they're right. all slashers i
1: think i like this fear factor more in that like you have a mm-hmm. group of insane people that you can't escape i mean it's i think the reason that like i mean movies like this are what freaked me out maybe of all the horror movies like devil's rejects uh we watched mm-hmm. house of a thousand corpses like that mm-hmm. again i think it it goes back to like humans being the scariest, the scariest thing, thing, out, thing there, out there for sure you know because like mike is a human but he's almost god-like in that he's like invincible he all these other ones you know like, that, yeah. like freddy is a dream thing and and uh you know freddy the they all have something
0: kind of supernatural about them because they don't seem to die. I don't know if that's probably what happens to this later character movies. later on in the franchises, but yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's the part that like you these people could exist. Yeah. And that's scary, right?
0: That's true. I think that's what makes it uh, like you said. Not like it's way better, but it's like a different type of movie. Right. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> this is fun. Uh, do you want to talk about what scared Loki this week in the movie? Yeah.
1: yeah. So uh, all the incense all the incessant honking that they were doing to try to get Kirk, Jerry, and Pam back. Uh, While Franklin and Sally were waiting.
0: Not the chainsaw noises. No,
1: you would think you would. I was so surprised with him.
0: And he also didn't get scared. He was just kind of intrigued. He kept tilting his head. Every time
1: they kept yelling Jerry, he'd like look. like Your name's not Jerry. Why do you keep
0: looking? (laughs) Uh, Well, like your dad's name is jerry so i thought it was kind of funny that he was like head tilting
1: yeah we've never said his name jerry that way but yeah 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 the honking kind of intrigued him but he didn't bark or growl at anything no he He was just
0: like is that my ride (laughs) where are we going (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's what he kind (laughs) of acted like so do you want to tell us about it loke sounds great (laughs) thanks buddy so
1: Well, that was Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
0: The original. The original. I yeah. guess
1: we'll do the remake at some point. Yeah, we
0: might circle back on these franchises.
1: We just got, I'm waiting for it in the mail, but we just bought a poster where we could scratch off scary movies. So we're, we will continue to do polls on the Facebook and social medias that we've got to kind of ask you guys what you want us to watch next and what cocktails you want us to do next. But uh, we're going to probably help or use the poster to help us decide what movies to go on as you know we kind of get more feedback and stuff.
0: Yeah, because right now... Right now, I've kind of been trying to stick to timelines we've mostly been covering 70s and 80s movies and um, I'm more
1: for everything yeah so
0: place. let us know if you want to kind of have us go in order or like Eric says if you just want us to jump around jump around in this timeline because we could
1: always hit the classics but I think modern ones are fun too because we don't know anything are, about them you know
0: yeah, well some of them we've seen some modern ones yeah hereditary Um we've seen midsummer like 300 times mm-hmm.
1: yeah there's enough enough horror movies coming out lately that I think it's, it'd be kind of cool to see something completely fresh and get our exact like new opinions yeah on.
0: well next week uh it's not new but i haven't seen amityville the original one ever mm. so that would be new for me you said you saw it
1: i did i've seen both i've seen the one with ryan reynolds and i've seen the, the one with
0: ryan reynolds but i haven't seen the original
1: They're they're both good in their own way but they're basically the same movie Okay. There's not anything that different. Cool. yeah. And so next week
0: you're the one who's going to be giving the history on that.
1: I will. Yeah, because I'm a man and in a house and could you're going to murder everybody. <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. It, it'll be
1: it'll be fun. I like that movie.
0: So. As always, we hope you had a good time here with us. If you want to reach out to us or follow us on any of the socials, we're at Shaken Not Scared Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. We have a TikTok too. Um, <laughs> we try to post the drinks on there. So if you want to follow along, send us an email at shakennotscaredpod at gmail.com.
1: You can listen to us on all of your favorite podcasting sites Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google. We just fixed Google. For those of you who are listening on there, thank you. Um, Stitcher, anywhere you name it if
0: you're listening to us on apple rate review us tell a friend and yeah i think that pretty much wraps it up here. yep
1: let us know what movies you want us to watch and what cocktails you want us to drink
0: okay <laughs> thanks Bye. bye